0: Science with a Swiss touch. Science with a Swiss touch. Science with a Swiss touch. <laughs> Conversations between Swiss journalists and their international peers at the World Conference of Science Journalists, brought to you by Swissnex San Francisco.
1: Hi, I'm Kristen Cohen. I'm a freelancer in Basel, and I'm talking with...
0: Ashley Yeager. I'm a freelancer in North Carolina in the United States.
1: So... What are some of the highlights of the conference
0: for you so far? Ooh, some of the highlights. Um, Let me think. So one of the best sessions I went to was actually the women in STEM leadership. Um, Just listening to those women talk about their experiences and how they're influencing their country's role in science and women in science in their country is incredible. It's very inspiring and I think, trying not to be too political, it's a good role model for us in the U.S. in the situation that we are in now with a president who is not exactly behind science. So it was very wonderful to see these role models get up and speak and and be very, I don't know forceful is the right word, but very encouraging about what they're doing and how they are trying to impact change in their country.
1: I remember the... She was the Minister of Science from South Africa. She was powerful. She had a real presence and I almost, one of the questions that I wanted to ask her was, how, how did she get to be like that? How did she get people to listen to her now?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she was a wonderful speaker, very eloquent, and she just commanded the room. And that is something, (laughs) as women, I think we don't necessarily do. We tend to be more shy and reserved, and we don't want to step on people's toes. And so to see someone so courageous and so confident in herself was really, really impressive and something to remember when (laughs) you're giving a talk or talking to people who might intimidate you.
1: I wish she gave classes on (laughs) how to be like that. Definitely.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And and the other thing I think that came out of that, which is something that we've been grappling with in terms of writing profiles of science, if there was another session about how to write profiles and whether or not to mention that people are, that these scientists are women and they have families and that they are juggling multiple things, And so in the session, it kind of came across as like, don't talk about that stuff. Talk about the scientist as a scientist and not that she's a woman and not that she has all of these other duties and roles to play. But then listening to those women, you realize that it is a struggle that, you know, there is a lot to conquer to be where they are. So I kind of had this, I don't know, disagreement or fight going on in my head of like, When do you put those details in about a woman scientist or, you know, a scientist who has these very different experiences that shape the way they do science? Because a lot of what they were talking about is adding a different perspective than the white male perspective, And so it's kind of gotten me to think about that and think about pieces that I have written in the past. And so, you know, I was kind of judgmental at first, like, oh, man, maybe I shouldn't have talked about these certain details about this one woman scientist. But then it was like, no, that was part of her story. That was part of her struggle. And I feel like in some ways it made the story that much richer to say, like, you can overcome these things and, and really do what you want to do. You just have to go do it
1: that was something there was also the the evening plenary i don't know if you went to that talking about african scientists mm. and he was also talking about female african scientists and, and actually asking for people to profile these pe- these scientists oh, interesting. uh really almost calling to science journalists to pay attention to the great science that was happening there and it made me it made it actually really inspired me as well because these some of these people have to deal with science is hard Um, and then there are these layers of social aspects that make it even harder and the people who actually make it through and who are doing excellent science sort of despite this are superhuman and even you know I want little girls to be able to hear about about these fantastic super women scientists as well and i feel inspired to yeah to try and communicate these stories too yeah no it's it's definitely true
0: and it kind of goes back to that question of how much detail do you put in and and when do you tell the story of the struggle to encourage the young girl who might not necessarily have the opportunity of someone else but if they read someone else's story and and learn that they overcame a lot of challenges, maybe it will inspire them as well. So I don't know if maybe it's where you publish those kinds of profiles. Maybe there's an appropriate publisher for those and we just have to think about who that is and who that audience is and how we present those stories.
1: Right. Is there anything so far that you feel is a really important takeaway? I mean, I think a lot of
0: it is... We get so discouraged as journalists because everything seems to be gloom and doom and there are no places to publish and magazines are dying, newspapers are dying. What do we do as journalists? But then coming here and seeing all of these journalists, seeing so many people so excited about science and so excited about sharing science and looking at the editors in the room of these, like, there's a pop-up pitch slam and then there was a pitch slam the other day. And knowing that those places are out there to tell these science stories. And then also trying to think about other creative ways to tell these stories and get them out there in front of people. It's really encouraging to do what we do and to be in this field and to be excited about it and, and just go do it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I agree completely. It's, it's nice to be among people who have common goals and like common Um, passion for science and communicating it.
0: Yes, definitely, definitely.
1: And how about some of the most important, perhaps, issues that we're facing as science journalists, where it seems Mm. like actually both both of those (laughs) are under attack? (laughs) Right.
0: Well, I think, at least from the U.S. perspective, there's a big issue with fake news and, and people discrediting science and saying that... You know the research is untrue or that people are fabricating facts and lying and I don't have an answer for how we combat that but just trying to talk about it with other people and trying to think about how we push back against that and really communicate these messages of truth and, and wonder and just how inspiring science can be um, I, I don't know I mean I think that's a big challenge we face and then you know, also facing a lot of environmental issues and trying to figure out how to cover those and and how we communicate that, but also be sensitive about the different voices in science. Um, that's something that I'd never really thought about before, but it was really interesting to hear journalists from all over the world talk about their experience and talk about how do we work all of these different voices into a, a narrative about science and what's being done and how different countries approach doing science and um, so you know a lot of things that have opened my eyes to just seeing what we do differently and also being really excited about it because there are so many people with this like-minded goal of sharing science I
1: think that's really great sentiment and uh, with that I, think I want to make sure you get some time for lunch or whatever is needed so thank you so much.
0: Yeah thank you this is great. Science with the Swiss Touch.